Hello and welcome back to Garden State of Mind, South Jersey's most melancholy podcast. I am one of your hosts, John. With me here, I have Jeff. Jeff, how are you this week? Great, Johnny Cakes. How's it going? Very good, very good. Uh, special announcement. Um, actually, before I start, for, for people that are new to the show, you can reach out to us on email, gardenstateofmindcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, gardenst8omind. Or on Instagram, Garden State of Mind cast. Uh, that's how you can reach out to us. So any one of those ways. Uh, I guess special announcement would be we are going to change our theme song to God Bless America by Kate Smith. I'm not sure how the audience is going to feel about that, but I feel like it's appropriate timing. What do, what do, what do you say? Very interesting, John. Interesting choice, right? <laughs> You're going rogue here. Yeah, I guess. Uh... Yeah. Well, I looked at some of her collection and I was like, which ones will work? And some of them just seem a little bit too over the top. But God bless America probably works. I don't want to go down some of the other paths. Yeah, some uh, some unfortunate lyrics on her part on a couple of songs. Yeah, I guess they were signs of the times, uh, some of the, the song titles, but I... they just won't work for us. Yeah, yeah. I guess God Bless America is kind of neutral, depending on who's singing it. But um, it could be. Yeah. You know, I did. I I did read. I saw a comment on on something that kind of explaining the song that it was it was part of a play or part of something that it was it was satirical, um, and that's the reason that that song happened. I mean, it seems like an odd choice to make to. To put this song out there, no matter you know, I don't know if David Duke would actually sing this song and pr and produce it. Did he? Now, are we talking about uh, the song "That's Why Darkies Were Born"? Is that the name of the song? That's one, yeah. It's something about oh, and Pickaninny's doing something. Um, there was Mammy yeah. Doll. Oh God. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why you <laughs> I don't know why you produce those songs. I don't like know. And, and, and promote them. So I listen. So so someone commented, you know, because, of course, everyone's kind of losing their mind on both ends about this. So somebody commented that if anyone did a little extra research, they would see this isn't, you know, just out and out racism. It's trying to shed a light on how bad racism is. Now, I didn't go past that comment because ultimately I just don't give a shit. Either. Like, I'm just I don't feel like delving in. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what the plan is for the country in 2019 if we're just going to continue to do stuff like this. What you mean? Uh, dig into people's past and root out all the racists and, well, and expose them? I'm not. No, not. There's nothing wrong with rooting out the racists, but in a way, when you when you're covering up now her statue and taking her away. Now, retroactively, every time that I stood up for God Bless America when Kate Smith was on the on the jumbotron, I, I was a secret racist having, you know, holding a secret KKK meeting. I mean, well, am, well, am no. I complicit? No. I, but no that's, that's what I mean. When, when we when we tear it all down, you know, you're taking I, away I, a, a big part of Flyers history, even though I felt like it should have been gone anyway because they haven't won a Stanley Cup in 46 years. Right. Maybe she was the problem. Maybe that's what's been going on. 
Right. I think it was, I mean, in a way it was played out and they overused it, that song, before games. Yeah. And, you know, I've been to a, a ton of Flyers games, but, you know, it was, there was, and there was even um, the past couple of years, there's been like a, a big argument between the fans of it and the ones that think just it's time to move on. But, I mean, the point is, like, I don't need to feel bad about myself, you know, because I liked Kate Smith once upon a time. No, I don't even know how to engage in a debate with someone who who's going to find something wrong with with you or any fans who enjoyed that that song being played before a Flyers game or or even insinuating in any way that 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 would maybe make you racist. I, I can't debate that with someone. It's so ridiculous. I wouldn't even give it any time at all. I don't have a problem, however, with getting rid of the statue or covering it up or whatever. Go ahead. I agree. I'm not going to erase the past and say, oh, what, what, what were we thinking? Like Nobody knew. Or the people that did know weren't saying anything. I never heard anything like this about Kate Smith before. But go ahead and cover it up. No, I don't care. I, I, I'm not that tied to her anyway. Whatever. If it offends people, you know, she was a bigot. Uh, you know, get rid of it. I don't care. I, yeah, I I, or or you leave it up and say, okay, this is a little piece of Flyers history and, and uh, Uncle Ed Snyder. And also that this woman sang some, you know, ridiculously racist songs. Well, you know, is whatever she an important enough, is she an important enough part of their history where you got to leave that statue up? Who cares about Kate Smith? Well, there's a fucking statue. I don't, you know, someone. Well, I don't know why we erected it to begin with. What? Who cares? She said, "God bless America." I, well, if, if you talk to the, the old timers, and Ed Snyder's one of them, they're convinced that that she gave them a boost against the Bruins. Mm. Okay. I mean, I'll, who knows why? I mean, those old Flyers videos would be like the unlikely pairing of you know a bunch of Canadian kids and some old singer. This is why I have such a hard time connecting with with Flyers fans. It really is. <laughs> yeah, but because they would tie themselves to something like this. Really. Well, the best part about Flyers fans is that they've held on to this, like I said, for 46 years and without a cup. You know, four finals appearances, but, you know, one game seven. And mostly just disappointment. Just, you know. <laughs> Who could forget the Red Wings uh, annihilation of the 90s? One game seven, a game five, a sweep, and uh, an awful goal in game six against the Blackhawks. I mean, just really just horrible endings for this franchise. It's it's not been enjoyable. I mean, who who unearthed the Kate footage stuff, the uh, the Kate Smith footage? Like, I, I, I guarantee you it's... Like some twenty-year-old that's never spent a dime on the New York Yankees or the Flyers. I hate that fact where it's just like upended by you know complete nobodies. Like no nobody that really has an axe to grind. Nobody's really offended. Are is someone at Yankee Stadium and hearing Kate Smith and 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 someone says nudges the other guy, hey, you know she sang some fucked up songs, you know, eighty years ago, don't you? No one's thinking that. You're in New York no. and you're. You know, you're fucking in the moment and you're thinking of 9-11 or something like, you know, right? Right. But if if it's going to appease some people to to get rid of it, then get rid of it. That that yeah, see, fuck that appeasing. That, who are we appeasing? We're appeasing well, all the fucking pussies and babies. In this, in our, why do I need to continue our, playing it, though? Why is it so important? 
Get, well, just it, move on to another singer. Well, first of all, first of all, I hate. I'll stand up for the anthem. I'll take off my hat, even though that's so meaning. It's it's so arbitrary. These rules: take off hats, hand over hearts, because you know this song. When 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 God bless America would come on seventh inning, I didn't stand up or take off a hat because that's not the anthem. But people get people get obsessed with all this stuff. Um, I forget even where I was going. <laughs> where I was even going with this. <laughs> you uh, just got lost. Yeah, was, hey, I, I, it's also st- it's also stupid. Everything is just stupid. Uh, you don't believe in patriotism? <laughs> Are you an anti-patriot? No, but uh, oh god. Yeah, I know. See, we're gonna go down a rabbit hole here. I heard that Massive Genius is the one that unearthed uh, <laughs> this footage, by the way, and he's right. seeking reparations. <laughs> well, then you should get him. Uh, why couldn't I this have we... happened while we were reviewing that that episode? Damn it! it Would have been I a know. perfect timing. Yeah, but 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 I I do I stand on my point of the pussies the young the the twenty year old pussies in our society who are so fucking uptight and the biggest babies. Honestly, this affects nobody. A, a Kate Smith song from eighty years affects nobody, and right. even more, getting rid of her only highlights her fucked up songs. Getting rid of her solves nothing. Is everyone that's offended by that song, are they all like, you, they have a spring in their step today because Kate Smith that went down? Right. It, 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 it <laughs> who, didn't do, who wins here? Nobody. It didn't do no. anything for for these you know, professional protesters. They're just losers. Get a job. But let me ask you, so I understand, but I think that, you're kind of, I, I don't know, you 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 may be being a little contradictory. They care, so why do you care? You know, I, you're, you're irritated by the fact that they care about this. Why do you care so much that the song stays? Just let it go. They should let it go, and you should let it go. I have no problem with the song going away. All right. But the idea that they, there's no reason for them to care. And I agree. Why, and that's why I care. Okay, that I am conscious. I don't care. I do care. I care. I don't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm confused. Wait a second. Where where do you stand on this exactly? <laughs> she has Trump's to go. Gonna, Trump's going to start having this played at every one of his uh, before every one of his speeches. I heard. Right. Bless America by well, Kate that's Smith. A, well, that's the thing too, because you know we're two white guys, so of course we're secret white supremacists in everything we do. You know, every time Kate Smith came on, I would they, I would, you know, give a knowing look to the white guy next to me, like, yeah, man, that's right, right, Kate, Kate Smith. You know how we are. You know how we do. Which is what, you of know, we, course, we're the best. We're white. You know that that that's what it comes down to. I'm I'm apologizing for things that never happened. All white people bond over that song, the the Kate Kate Smith version. Yes. of God bless America. Right. It was the secret rallying Silly. cry we knew we we never knew we had. I mean, look, I acknowledge uh, she sang racist songs back in the day. Um, I, I, you know, you can't deny that. The, the, it's the, the lyrics are ridiculous, actually. When I listened to, or uh, listen to, when I read the, um, the lyrics for that "Picking Any Heaven," it was like kids who sh- they should be. I guess she would talk about colored children, and they should be fantasizing about an amazing place with great big watermelons. Are you yeah. kidding me? It's really like, fucking. It is horrible. I, I, that's why it's unbelievable. I on, on some level, that that yeah, it was some sort of satire. I mean, you know, to earnestly, you know, sing this song and put it out there is really, really an odd choice. 
Well, fucking... and they shot a video for that song. Did you know right. that? It was the first video. MTV. Yeah, I know. The MTV. <laughs> <laughs> right. You see, like, the guy, uh, the man on the moon, planting the MTV flag, and then very next, right after that commercial is the Kate Smith uh, picking any heaven video. <laughs> Kurt Loder introduced it, I think. And now we have 67-year-old Kate Smith leading yeah. us off here. I mean... I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. It's almost like satirical, some of the lyrics, but... I hope it is. It has... It, you know, I'm going to sound like naive white guy saying it has to be satirical because who in the right mind thinks this kind of thing and then and or and then says it out loud and puts it out there? It has to be satirical, uh, but you know, maybe it wasn't. I know. This would be like on par with... Uh, and I'm not trying to diminish it or minimize it like it's on par with like weird al yankovic or something i mean these lyrics are insane someone had to pick the cotton that's why darkies were born i mean honestly you had to say weird al now i'm going going through the rolodex of weird al songs oh yoda and um (laughs) eat it fat right (laughs) because i'm fat yeah yeah i'm fat um but uh yeah i don't know i don't have any other thoughts about kate smith yeah, I think we solved it. So so then, all right, good. We put that one to bed. We can move on. I, I don't care what they do with her. I are you really knock the statue off, and then they smash it to bits. How about that? Are you really changing our theme song to Kate Smith? No, are you kidding me? Of course not. <laughs> oh, okay, good, good. No, nah, that was just a good lead-in, I uh-huh. thought, to the conversation. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about uh, – we'll go through the Eagles schedule, um, some okay. thoughts on the Phillies, some thoughts on the Sixers. And then we'll jump into uh, season one of epi- uh, I'm sorry, season eight, episode one, Game of Thrones. Um, All right. Do you have, do you have the Eagles schedule in front of you? Uh, yeah. Give me one sec. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's just. I mean, just some overall thoughts about it. I kind of I, I kind of like their schedule. I see a lot of wins, Johnny. You do. I think it's too early to to tell. Of course it is, but why not? What are we? Let's have fun. I, got, right, I, got, yeah. I, I even got lines for you. Let's get into it. Um, okay. I don't want any lines yet. I do not want any lines yet. Unless well, tough, they're for like Super Bowl or something. Tough fucking shit. We're talking lines. Oh, God. Okay. At least for Go every ahead. game. We, all right. So we open the season at home against the Redskins. Um, actually, why I'm on the topic. So that's a, that's a typical your one o'clock game. Um, let's get to the line. I'm sorry. The Eagles are favored by eight and a half. Yeah, over under forty six and a half. Now, see, we're differing already because I am I'm jumping. I, I'll have to well before the before the season really starts, we'll have to go back and look. I know um, when we picked all the Eagles games, I think we were pretty even keeled about it. I don't think we fanboyed it up with our picks. Um, and try I try not to. No, and I think that was kind of tempered with we knew you know Carson's coming off an ACL and you know every other thing, but. I am back on fanboy board where I think Carson Wentz is vying for the MVP this year. It's going to be his season is going to be just like two years ago. And I think it's going to be a destruction of a lot of these fucking shitty teams. That eight and a half. I can't wait to lay it. I might even bet this already. They're going to fucking murder the Redskins at home week one. Yeah, this feels like a a Mike Vick season opener when he just destroyed the Redskins uh, and, and Donovan McNabb. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Yeah, this is a two-touchdown win. Eight and a half? 
All right, I'm laying that. No problem. I this is an easy, easy, easy win. Yeah, no argument out of me. There's not much to say. The Redskins, they don't pose a threat to anybody. And so, you know, week two at at Atlanta on Sunday night. And normally you'd be like, all right, week two, you know, Atlanta's had slow starts. And, you know, uh, we beat them last year. We beat them in the playoffs, low-scoring games. You know, I don't, th- I don't know if it's another low-scoring game, but, I mean, I'm not I'm not afraid of this game. Uh like I said, too early to tell. I mean, the Falcons, they can be a problem. Their defense is fast. I'm trying to go through the things I remember about them from last year. They got rid of that other running back. I forget his name. I don't know if... Um, it's not Tevin Campbell? No, <laughs> Tevin Campbell. Uh, that sounds like an R&B <laughs> singer. I think it's uh, Tevin Coleman. Yeah, there you That's go. who they, they <laughs> traded to. Did they trade him to San Francisco? Yeah, they did. I forget who yeah. they were. I, I know I drafted their running back last year, and he was isn't hurt it, in week one. Devonta Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, Devonta, Devonta Freeman. Freeman, right? Yeah, so I was going to call him Antonio Freeman. <laughs> but, so but, what's his name again? Devonta Freeman? Devonta. Devonta. Okay. So listen. Um, yeah, they could be a problem. They got Julio Jones. They got a decent running game. Get the fuck out of here. They had Julio Jones in the playoffs, when, and they were favored. They had Julio Jones last season, week one. This is again. We we didn't blow them away. It's, I don't. You know. I don't care. I don't care. We're gonna we're gonna really like hype up the the two tight end sets. Carson is going off. Give, <laughs> You're fan. Him, you are fanboy already, I, man. I am. This the is season two, is not even a month away. This is two and zero. Oh. Okay. Two and zero. Oh. And then yeah, we, it's a, and, too early. Go ahead. I'm just gonna listen to your prediction. All right. Keep we're going. back home. We're back home for the Lions. All right. Do I have to say three and zero? Oh. Uh, you don't think uh, you're not afraid of that Matt Pat- Matr- Patricia defense? <laughs> <laughs> I I almost couldn't say. I was like, I I don't know how I said that with a straight face. That's cute. Yeah. Um, now four days later in Green Bay, yeah, against your boy, uh, Thursday night. Now, all that's right. a tough one. It could be a tough one. I still just you know. As it stands right now, before we've even seen you know after after Rodgers got. Just co- bitched out this year with that this off season with that article. He you did know, some, something I suspected where this guy is missing that 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 ingredient you need to be great that Tom Brady has. He's missing it. He's a little fucking bitch. Worried that people like Brett Favre are like wow wow what a baby. Wait wait all right so so wait a second before yeah. you go down you know you, you I know me. you're you're about to destroy Rodgers. Great you mean great in terms of winning Super Bowls. Or great in terms of his skill as a quarterback. Yes. Both. He's not. Who? You know. He's not, he's not I'm going to let ever. you go ahead and hang yourself. Go on. Hang Keep myself. Going. Yes. Are Are you going to destroy Rodgers, one of the top quarterbacks in the game? Come he's, on. Let's he's just. Not the, he's not the best ever, and maybe he's. He's, he's not the best ever. I maybe agree he's with that. third or fourth. Okay, I can but, accept that. You know, and 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 you discount Marino all the time, and he, you know, he never won anything. Well, that's true, and I do discount him. No, I mean, I think I, I, it's not like I uh, discount his talent. Marino was an amazing quarterback, but you're right, probably because of the fact that he didn't just didn't win anything. I mean, Rodgers at least won a Super Bowl. That missing uh, piece of his DNA is the reason he only has one ring. And I agree with you, of course. Yes, he should have more. 
whether his whether his coach was Mike McCarthy or not. You know, what the fuck? What, what's his name? Who's the guy from Oklahoma? Barry Switzer won a Super Bowl. So we can't blame McCarthy for everything. And he was such a bitch. Oh, my God. Mike McCarthy, when he was with the 49ers, didn't draft me. Wow, wow, wow. Like, get over it, dude. He's get a the, diva. Get the fuck over it. Yeah, well, his divaness has cost him rings. Probably. I don't I don't know. It, it's it's a combination. I mean, I think he was to blame, and I think McCarthy was to blame. And that defense, that defense that would fold year of, in, year of out. Of course, of course. No, no one's even, even saying that. But if he wasn't such a baby about everything, could have been a different outcome. Yeah, you're, you're definitely right about that. I won't argue outcome. those points. It should have been. It should have but, been. We all acknowledge that. All right. So, but will I you think, agree that the league would be better if Rodgers and the and the Packers were more competitive than they have been? Of course. Of right. course. I mean, it's sad. Selfishly, I don't want it. I mean, I don't care. I don't want him. To, I want him to stay down because I don't want that hurdle in the in January. I don't know, I don't know what it is. I, I will say, um, I enjoyed Favre a lot more than I enjoy Rodgers. And I guess it's probably because of Rogers' pissy attitude, and I just thought Favre was more of a, I don't know, he was just a gamer, and he, he kind of was a little bit more positive. Rogers does have this cloud of negativity that just kind of hangs around him. Yeah. I mean, um, Favre, Favre we could all get behind because the Packers had about a dozen years of, of really horrible play. <laughs> they and did. we were all kind of like excited for the Packers to be good again. I mean, by all accounts, Rodgers is like I, – I, I was at a Pro Jam concert with Aaron Rodgers. Were you? We weren't together, but it was – Oh, in, really? Oh, I, in, I thought you guys were hanging out. <laughs> You'd think I'd be nicer to him if we were best friends. But. I know. He's your text buddy. I, I would expect you to have a little bit more congeniality towards him. <laughs> Eddie Vedder actually threw on a, a Rodgers jersey at one point in the concert. And, oh, did uh, he? Yeah, and I guess he saw him pre-show and Aaron requested a song. But – um. Did you know, and he likes Game of Thrones. Like he's, you know, he's definitely our kind of guy. He, you know, he hates his family or doesn't talk Wait, to his family. So I can relate. Which, which song was it? Was it Release Me? Release Me? <laughs> no, nah, is that the one that, that Rogers? Uh, nah. he, he wanted to get traded. Well done. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty off good. The, off the cuff. Anyway, listen, it's it's Game Four of the season. Are the Eagles going to be four zero? Like they're not going to let down. They're going to Lambeau Thursday night. They're not going to be. They're not going to overlook this game. No, this uh yeah, I don't know what to think about this one, man. It's like I said, it it's so far away. Um but you know, they could certainly win. It's not going to be cold September 26th. No. You know, so you're not you're not battling with that Lambeau Field weather. Uh I might be at that game. I I would love to go to that game. All right. We'll have, we'll have to think about that. Yeah, well that's a that's a that should be a good that might one be for a trip. Us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one of my goals is to get to Lambeau Field. Have you ever been? I had I, I saw the Eagles there in the preseason of the Super Bowl season. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a life goal for me. Bucket Not the list. same. Rodgers didn't play. That's the thing. We have to see Rodgers play. And honestly, it's more of a goal for me to be there in like December or January. Yeah, that's true. You know? But that won't be happening this year. No, no. Because the so. Eagles are four and oh. And then they get ten days off to prepare for the New York Jets at home. Uh, don't count out Sam Darnold now. So you're so four and one. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> exactly. Five and zero. Oh. No. Well, uh, well, I'm not agreeing with your record. I I don't, I don't put care. them at five and zero oh here, but that's fine. Um, you're all right. So Eagle, agreeing with it. Yeah, that's it's good. Um, you're narrating. So Eagles Vikings. 
Five and zero. Oh. Now this is where I'll give you a loss. You've been telling me for years now how good the Vikings are in their defense. So stop, stop. Here you go. You're Here's really a... painting a, a ridiculous picture. <laughs> That's not what I've been saying. Huh? I'm just saying that you have to respect their defense. It's been in the top. Let's say in the top five. I don't know what the past three or four years. Right. Okay. Yes. That's all. Okay. Um. I, you know. I. I've kind of. When I go through the schedule, I'm searching for losses. So I'm going to say, all right, here's a loss, five and one. Um, this is the first of three road games. So then the following week, it's another Sunday night and Dallas. Um, I kind of feel like this is a win. Like maybe this is the one. You know, after especially if they lose to the Vikings, I feel like this is a win. I, I, I don't th- love this game. No, I do not. No, um, you know, following off from a Vikings victory. In Dallas, Sunday night, uh, I don't know. I I think we really have to see how that Cowboys defense is this season. Cause... Back to my Carson is God, especially this Easter weekend. I don't see the Eagles losing two, two weeks in a row at any point. So I have them, what am I, 6-1 and one now with the, with the Dallas win. This is totally believable. And then right, the following so... week, they're in Buffalo, which I actually think is a loss. So... The third, the third road game, you know, they're maybe looking ahead to finally getting home. Um, I, I think this is a loss. I have them at six and two at this point. I don't like that loss. I really don't. I, I think that's a win. So we'll, we'll talk more about that uh, in October. Now, the following week they come home. They're home for a month. A home game, a bye week, and two home games. Yeah, the back half of their season is amazing. It's beautiful. They're, it's beautiful. They lo- I think they fly only once. Um, yeah, they only fly to Miami. That's it. After they've been home for a month. They'll be yeah. in Philadelphia for a month and then fly to Miami. Yeah. And so even if they stumble against Minnesota and Dallas, like there are ways to get out of that stumble. I mean, as we'll, we'll discuss here. So the Bears at home, 7-2 and two for me. Um. The bye week, then after the bye week, you have the Patriots, uh, four thirty game. This is eight and two for me. The Patriots, as we know, barely show up in the regular season. Uh, Belichick, you know, uh, historically does not care about out of conference games. So eight and two. Okay. And then next Sunday night after that is the Seahawks. We finally get them at home. It feels like they're always out there. Um. It I does. At, I'm at nine and two, buddy. Okay. Um, and then your, we. What, what What are you concerned about with those? I just think games? we're playing. They're, we're playing some formidable teams, and you're just rattling off victories left and right. That's and, right, Bo. Yeah, coming off of a season where I didn't find the team to be all that solid for the entire year. I, I mean, look, they they went somewhat deep into the playoffs last season. I was just as happy as anybody else, but they were not perfect. I mean, what are you, do you think the defense is somehow 10 times better all of a sudden this year? They're going to, so they're going to shut down Russ Wilson, Tom Brady. Now the bears I'm, I'm less concerned about. I think they could beat the bears. I'd like to have a defense looking in the playoffs and you got this young guys got some playoff experience. Yeah, I know, but they just, they haven't been consistent. We, we have to see more. You're, you're really out on a, le- a ledge here. With some no, of not these picks. You are. Well, we'll you see. Are. We okay. will see. Look, obviously, I hope you're right. 
I just don't think you are. <laughs> Where am I now? Nine and two. Yeah, nine and two, and now ten and two, of course, because we're going into Miami. I mean, if they they can't beat Miami, they might as well just go home. Yes. All right. Ten and two. All right. Okay. Yeah, you said that one. Um, well, it's a joke. Back Dolphins home, are a Monday laughable. night against the Giants. Uh, I'm going to say eleven and two here. <laughs> yes, of course. That's an easy victory. <laughs> if the Giant, if the, if we don't sleep the Giants next year, you know, assuming they stick with their Eli goal. I don't know what they're, you know, what they're going to do in the draft, obviously, but uh, eleven all and two. All we have to do is stop uh, Saquon. That's all you have to do. Right. And that's then, that, and then game over. And it is. Um, all right, Redskins. So there you go. That's another victory. You can't have them losing to the Redskins in Washington. I initially yeah. did, but now I'm going to have them losing to the Cowboys the following week. Okay. So we're losing at home to the Cowboys. Sure. 425 on a Sunday, three days before Christmas, and you're thinking you're seeing loss. I, I'm surprised by that. Well, because I'm going to. I'm going to be at the game in Dallas, so uh-huh. I want that to be. I need that to be a win. Uh, so this is completely self-serving. I I will say the Eagles are going to win this one, December twenty-second. Doug is not losing to the Cowboys on Sunday at four twenty-five, the uh, best time for a game. By I the way, think we, the number one seed is locked up by this point. Yeah, possibly. But I don't care. They still want to beat the Cowboys, and I don't think it's going to be. You you mean number one seed in the conference? Yeah, you heard me. Oh, uh, well, yeah, because, I mean, you're predicting a win every week, so you're right. But by th- for you, they would be locked up by week 13, I would say. <laughs> Just about. Yeah. I had them at 13-3 overall. Yeah, I'm not going to have them losing to the Giants for the fun. I mean, unless the number one seed is definitely locked up, then fine. Give them a Giants loss there, and that's the only way the Giants can beat the Eagles. Yeah, I think they could lose to the Giants in that game. That's a throwaway. So what, They're already I mean, going to be playoff seeded. What's your record then? I'm thirteen and three. What are you? Uh, probably. I think I was more of eleven and five. And who are your losses? Or you, um, I, your, do, I, your loss, I I have your to give them a loss to the Cowboys. Green Bay, my Minnesota and Dallas. So Packers, Cowboys. Um, they're beating Minnesota. I want to say either the Patriots or Seahawks. Okay. So one or the other. I think they'll win one of those games. That's three losses. That's, that's two three. More. Uh, Minnesota? No. Okay. No, I don't think they're going to lose to Minnesota. Jets? But could they, could they lose to... Are we, are we overlooking the Jets? No, we're not overlooking the Jets. I could say that I could see the Falcons being a potential loss. So let's say I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I'll go twelve and four. There you go. I think there's four losses in there. That's better. Right. I don't like I don't like when your losses are coming. I mean you you have the Eagles at two and two. To start. The yes, season. I do. I think yeah. that's possibly realistic. No, I th- and, and now so you factor in last year's injuries and Super Bowl hangover, and you have you know, just a refocused, like a real hungry team again. I, I, I'm excited for the yeah, season. Very I'm ready excited. for this team. And then I'm ready to lose it when they fuck up. I'm not going to, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to just calmly accept Tennessee losses like I did last year. And I'm not well, going to, ro- I'm not going to roll with those punches. Nah, last year, God, we had some miserable games. 
I mean, look, they went, like I said, they went somewhat deep into the playoffs. So we had a, we had a nice run. Um, but still, they, there were some, some tough losses. Just embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think those losses happen again. I, like I said, I think it's back to the kick, kick, kicking the ass of the shit teams just overall, like they did two years ago. All right. All right. Well, we, we talked plenty about the Eagles for an April podcast. So I think <laughs> we're, we're good there on that front. Um, Phillies. How, how you feeling about our Phillies right now? Uh, I, I feel okay. I'm, I'm, I guess, you know, these little nagging injuries, these, you know, hamstrings and, and this kind of shit is, you know, can get annoying, but, um, actually Kingry had a nice, had a nice weekend then hurts his hamstring last night. So, yep. I don't know. Overall, I'm not, I'm not worried. It's, it's, they just have to kind of settle into things. I mean, the pitching is going to be, it's going to be an issue, but, but that, that, you know, that'll be addressed at the trade deadline and. I mean, well, I that's what we have to hope for, because I because I do believe that yeah, the pitching is just going to be a challenge all year, and hopefully they just come out on the right side of some of these games, you know, the ones yeah. where they don't let pitching kill them completely. That's what you got to hope for. Robertson in, Robertson's injury was another tough one, and then and, not, yeah. and plus his performance before the injury. Um, I you know this doesn't make I don't I, I don't want I still don't really think they need Kimbrel or Keuchel or have to like panic. Um, you know, let these guys kind of work it out. Nola is yeah. Nola is the scary thing. I don't know what to make of that. Yeah, Nola's scary. Uh, Odubel Herrera injured. I don't know, man. That's a little scary. But it's, we're so early in the season too. Right. It's why with the Phillies, you can't you can't fall to pieces yet. No, let, I mean, let's last get this out of the way. Horrible. But... Oh, not for Charlie Blackman. Jesus Christ. A Quite monster. a walk off. I, you know it sucks. I was in I was in Denver a week ago. Like I missed the Phillies by like four days. I hate when that happens. I would have loved <laughs> to have seen them out there. I have been to yeah, that stadium, ex- except for last way. night. Yeah. Yeah. So have I. I I saw the Phillies play there back oh, when uh yeah back when Abreu was on the team. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's part of my road trip that you helped map out years ago. Ah, you're that welcome. That was a stop. That was a stop. Yeah, that was what I did too. I hit that yeah, hit Wrigley. The, yeah, Coors Brewery, and then well, I've been to Wrigley. I lived out in Chicago uh, for about six months, and I went to. I didn't go to a Phillies game out there. I just went to opening day at Wrigley. Oh wow! And it, it was pretty goddamn cold. Yeah. Oh my god. Coors I, Brewery I say was great, wasn't degrees. it? Yeah, Coors Brewery was was nice. I, I'm not a Coors drinker at all. Um, it's, it's a, it's a good beer. Yeah, it's, it could it, be for summertime when you're just sweating. You know what I mean? Like it's it kind of it's like drinking water. Right, it's a hydration beer. Yeah. Um, nice tour though, and that was the first time I ever had a blue moon. Was at that brewery. Yeah, I think I did too. They're on the same time frame. Yeah, I didn't know what it existed. That that beer, and so I was like, uh, somewhat impressed. Yeah, it's a shame but, that overall they're not they're making mostly shit, but. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's not a beer that I, I don't love Coors, but I liked the tour and everything tastes better, I guess, fresh. Uh, did you go to Anheuser Busch? No, I used to drink a ton of Bud though. I went Disgusting. to, went to St. Louis, and it was I don't know ninety eight or ninety nine. It was right when they invented the born on date, which I'm not, yeah. I don't even know if they still do that, but 
you know, you go to the tour and you're you're totally like, you know, you buy into everything they say. And then like a week later, I was like in Memphis and I saw the during the tour, they're like, you'll be seeing this beer in a, in a week at your local whatever. And I, you know, I had a bud a couple weeks later and it was like the born on date was like around the day I was there. And I'm like, oh, my God, this beer is so fresh. It was right. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like, what are you, an asshole? Beer's uh, like fucking fresh. Nerd. <laughs> fucking fresh beer. <laughs> it's dumb. We fall for everything. I fall for all this stuff too. Well, yeah, of course we do. It makes sense when you think about it at the time. This is a fresh beer. It's yeah, brand man. new. It's delicious. It tastes just as good a year later. This is the best Budweiser I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's a like that's a tough mountain to climb. The best Bud. Did you see? I saw a commercial. They're having like a. They're having a special beer this year to commemorate the moon landing. Did you see that? <laughs> but Budweiser is? Yeah. Okay. What well, what's what's going to be different about it? I, really, the only reason I think they made this beer was because they had the idea for the commercial and they're playing that that uh, Jesus in the sky send you up to the spirit in the sky. Oh, spirit in the sky. Yeah. yeah. So they they that's part of the commercial and then they just said, "Okay, we, we everyone likes that song." We'll play that song, we'll show the moon, and we'll say we have a new beer. And that's that's what it is. Right, that song's not played out too much. At this no, point. it's totally fucked out, but you're like, oh, okay, here's... But that's, they definitely thought of the commercial before they developed the beer. Right, that'll be exciting. I can't wait. Yeah. I have not had a Budweiser, I can't tell you how many years. No. I won't drink that swill. I drank a ton of it, especially in college and maybe a few years post-college. That was the beer of choice. And it's just disgusting. You know, years. God, it's it's been so long. I would have some occasional Bud Lights at like Citizens Bank um, when the Miller Light guy wasn't there. Maybe when I didn't yeah, it's like, like you going. have to get them. That's where I have them too. Right, like once in a while, you you know, when you you can't have like eight innings of IPAs. So <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, not if you don't want to have a splitting headache uh, the, for the entire night. Yeah, they, these are just all. I, in fact, I prefer. I'd rather drink that Miller Light or Bud Light Lime than any of the regular ones. Yeah, that Bud Light Lime kind of messes with my stomach. I, I, you know, it doesn't feel all that great. I'm not going to get into detail. It's God. It's an yeah. It's an insane flavor. It is for a beer, nonetheless. Well, I'm excited. I mean, thanks for that news. I'll be looking out for that Budweiser uh, special limited edition. Hey. And what is this to, to commemorate us landing on the moon? Yeah, man, 1969. 50 years. Wow. That, that, that's we, a conspiracy to us landing on the moon. That's right. Kubrick did it in a, in a sound, soundstage. Hollywood. He did. Or Are they going to commemorate uh, They going to commemorate the anniversary when we figured out that the world was round? When, have we figured that out? I thought we did. I thought we did. The first time people got onto a um, a, a rocket and looked back at the Earth and saw it look like a ball and not like a flat disc. You know, uh, Kate Smith was round. <laughs> she was. Oh, callback. That's it. You're tagging an earlier earlier conversation. I like that. Um. All right. So Phillies, whatever. Sixers. Sixers in the playoffs. Yeah. They are now what? Two and one? Two and one. Over the Nets. They're playing in a and couple hours good. here as we're as uh, the crows flies. It's noon on Saturday when we're recording, so a couple of hours That's right. after two. 
today? Saturday, April 20th, it is. Yeah, I think it's 2 o'clock. 420, um, motherfucker! <laughs> oh, it's gonna yeah. be lit. Johnny it's Cage, gonna be right. lit. Oh, I forgot to tell you, Big Daddy was in Denver and Vegas last week where marijuana is legal, motherfucker. I thought we talked about this. No, did you didn't. get? Did you did you load up on CBD oil? Oh, daddy was high. <laughs> Chew, are you chewing gummies, CBD gummies, on the flight home? Had a couple gummies, a uh, couple vapes. Oh, it's beautiful. Good for you. Good stuff. Did you get any memorabilia like uh, hats or T-shirts from from any of the um, dispensaries? No, no, I nothing. Didn't. I'm, no. I'm, and they probably did have something, but it's kind of actually I didn't I didn't uh I didn't buy this time. I just uh I just bummed, I guess. I was with Do you cu- remember th- I was with customers like all week and they were all into it, so I just uh had their yeah. stuff. Yeah, my boss went out to a CBD convention. I want to say it was in Vegas, uh not that long ago. Last week or week before that. Sounds like that was a fun time, but it was literally just like all the mom and pop uh, companies that were there just scooping up all of the free samples probably to take back and sell in their stores. Um, it, there's a huge movement for CBD, man. It is. Huge I even movement. saw for uh, like Labradors. I have a lab like where you give it to them. It helps their joints and stuff. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Maybe. We wanted to give it to our dog because uh, he's such a nervous wreck, but he's yeah, already taken – yeah, he's already taken phenobarb for uh, seizures and stuff, and it says, yeah, that doesn't mix well with, with, with medications like that. So we're out. I just got to deal with him being nervous the rest of his life. I just can't wait to get to the point. Like, like honestly, I'm with grown men. We all have good jobs. You know, we're, you know, we're at trade shows. Like, we're not, you know, we're not criminals. But we're, no. sit- but we're sitting here thinking about, like, I'm flying. I flew from Vegas to Denver. I flew from two states that have legalized marijuana but i mean i wouldn't dare bring anything with me on the plane or in my bags of course because, not because you know i'd be fucking el chapo like i, I yeah. can't i can't wait for the day when we can just travel with it it's not the end of the world you know we're not you know public enemy number one for this stuff like we're still I, hide, i've been hiding about I've, it and not talking about it yeah I've been really waiting for the day where I could share a bag of CBD gummy bears with you. And, and it's finally arrived. I could do so legally. Are we legal? Jersey? CBD gummies? Absolutely. Yeah, but that's yeah, they, not... se- they sell them in the, in the stores. No, it's not THC. Uh, There's no THC in there. Dude. Or if there is, it's, it's such an infinite... It's such a small quantity. I don't think it counts. Listen, don't you fucking blaspheme on 420. About just eating CBD, you know, without the <laughs> THC. All right. Well, look, you can't do that in this state. No. So I'm giving you an alternative. I'm trying to help right. you celebrate today. Bringing a knife to a gunfight. Well, bringing a CBD gummy to a smokeout. Fuck. You're, dude, you're really harsh in my buzz, man, on 420. <laughs> you're bullshit. You think, it's, you think doing drugs is cool, man? You think doing alcohol <laughs> is cool? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Taking All your right. marijuana tablets? What are we going to do? Have some ginseng after our CBD oil? What's next? <laughs> Fucking square, know. man. You're square. Uh, bunch of nerds. You don't do drugs, man. You're not cool enough. <laughs> yeah, huh? 
<laughs> Dude, I was so high. You have no idea, man. I was so high. Uh, good for you. I'm happy. Uh, do we need to touch on the Sixers? Or are we, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Did we just Sixers. did we just cover them? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we wrapped it up uh, nicely. Tie they're, that one. Tie a bow on that one. They're fine. I, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't think the Nets win another game. No, I think uh, let's let's just say we both probably agree they're going to move on to round two. You know, any any worries after that first game where Ben Simmons looked like like shit. We we don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, the dude's we'll the, see let's see round two. Yeah, fucking kid's twenty two, man. He's twenty two. Let him have a bad yeah. game and say some dumb shit afterwards. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. Did you see that people in uproar about them laughing when Embiid, I guess, with the flagrant foul on the elbow when he injured? I forget which player he injured. I, I mean, you see all that. I love that stuff. I mean, that's that's what I love about these guys. I mean, yeah, let's. Let's have some fucking yeah. fun. Is this the Mueller report or is it fucking the NBA? Let's, let's fucking. I have... know. I saw. Um, or I I heard Eskin, you know, uh, Philadelphia's finest uh, broadcaster, Howard Eskin, mm-hmm. senior, talking about it, and he said, um, that the Sixers that they're almost unlikable. He said, <laughs> like, "What?" And I know, I know. Uh, well, I guess because up. of because of stuff like this, you know, where they're laughing and. You know, Embiid doesn't really care. He's just whatever. I'm out here to have a good time. I'm making millions. He's trying to date Rihanna. You know that that's I, like his primary goal. <laughs> so I, I, they're having a good time. Unlikable to who? People in Brooklyn? I guess he's just saying if you're an average fan looking at a team, he doesn't find them to have likable qualities outside of the fact that you know they're talented. Oh, he's such an idiot. I know. It's, uh, it's like I kind of like the fact that. I'm not saying it's like if somebody was really injured, I think it would be pretty messed up for them to be sitting there laughing about it. But this was just whatever. It was an elbow. And, you know, they're they laughing. You know, maybe you could say, you know, win more than one playoff series before you get so cocky. But well, that it. could be one of their problems. But yeah. fuck it. Just I don't I, I, I love it. Roll with it. Have fun. Make fun of these guys. Talk trash. That's what this that's what the league is. Yeah, you can't say that they're not enjoying the ride because they are right that's what we're supposed yeah. to be doing you need Every, them to be loose everything i swear to i swear on some level people in this town loved the game on loss just loved it and then they get to fucking bitch uh, and gripe. complain about yep. everything and you know they make it off of it like i i could not wait to bet the sixers in game two let's put it that way and yeah i mean Look, if they had lost game two, I would have said they're probably out of this series. But I didn't really think that was going to happen. I ran to um, my phone to bet game two. I'll bet you did. Good for you. Thanks. Good work, by the I'm way. A, I'm a gambler. You, you made the right call. Extraordinaire, Johnny Cakes. Yes, I am. Yeah. Even when MB was out in game three, I still jumped on my, my team, my town. Yeah, so I am concerned. I know you're not as concerned. I'm concerned about Embiid. I, I don't think that they go very far without him. So I'd really love to see the number of games that he misses uh, start decreasing. Because it looks like he's he's doubtful to play today, I think. I, uh, yeah, he doesn't need to play. I don't, I don't, uh, uh, against Toronto, he will. Right. That's what this is. This is just this is maintenance as far as I'm concerned. I mean, maybe he is sore. Maybe there's something. And yeah, yeah you do have to be worried about these super big guys. But I just kind of think this is a smokescreen 
I think it's something for everyone to 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 talk about and maybe you know hone in on. But yeah, he, he Eskin doesn't... thinks that he's got either arthritis, I think an arthritic knee, or just a torn knee. Oh God. One or the other. I don't. I think he's fine. I think it's just you have to say he's injured, so you can't not play him in the playoffs. Like you can't just um, you can't just have him rest in the playoffs, which this what I consider just rest. I would say then if you, I mean, if they really think they they can make it without him, just rest him for the rest of this series. No, keep I, him fre- I, keep him fresh for Toronto. No, I, yeah, I agree. That, that, yeah. That's all I think. I'm not I'm not, I'm not concerned. Okay, and Good. I think even after the All Star game, first of all, you know, people got upset. He played in the All Star game, and then then he was shut down for a couple weeks. I think it's the same thing. Uh, the NBA All Star Game is really important for everybody, for his brand, for the Sixers, for the league. He has to play in that game. You know, people are crying like oh, he played in that game, and then he can't play for us. He didn't need to play for us. Are right, you ready to move on to Game of Thrones? Yes, Johnny Case. All right. Okay. I don't think, uh, and I think just to set the stage for for this season and what we're going to be doing with it, uh, you and I both agree we don't want to go through each episode scene by scene. I mean, no. I don't think I can do it. I've listened to five podcasts this week about Game of Thrones. I've listened, or I watched the episode now three times. The the third time being this morning. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm all maxed out on this episode. Yeah, and I want to talk about. It. There are things I want to talk about, you know, regarding it, but I can't do scene by scene. Let's let's not go there. What are your five podcasts? I know two of them. Uh, so let me think. Uh, so so bald right. So bald move and binge mode. Right. I don't even know if I know the names of the other ones. Hang on, I'm looking for them right now. Um, and they were just re- well. Bald move did. So when I say five, bald move did three podcasts this week. Also. Yeah, I listened to all three. Right. So so that's what I mean. I mean epi- podcast episodes. So there oh, was okay. those three plus binge mode. But then there were there were other ones too. Um, God, I wish I could remember the, these guys' names because I was driving to Virginia this week. So I was like, ah, let me listen to some more. Yeah, there was one called Bend the Knee. Uh, there was one called A Cast of Kings. And most of them suck. So the only people that I would endorse, I'm not going to call them out by name. The only ones that I would endorse would be Bald Move and Binge Mode. And I'll say bald move, and for basically because they both do their research, they both really know the show and the books and the history, you'll at least get good information out of them. Binge mode is just going to annoy the shit out of you. Yeah. Because of the personalities. It's like I can't, there's, they're, when, they, when they finally calm down, they know, they know everything about this world. So I get stuff out of it, but. But the cackling and the laughing and the oh my god, you know, <laughs> the getting excited about 420. Oh shit, that was me. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. Which podcast are you uh, criticizing now? You know, I just I, I can't I can't take them. They're so obnoxious and they're just oh, it, it's so yeah, hard to deal with. They are. I don't know if it's that same level of energy. It and is. I, I'm bummed. Oh god, I'm bummed because I like the information I'm getting. Or some of the the topics that they bring up, I think they're interesting. But the God, the way that they present them, I also don't like listening to someone read because that's what they're doing. I, yeah. I think Simmons even mentioned it that they spend days writing, and that's why they don't release the episode till midweek or towards the end of the week 
because they just spend days writing and then they're just regurgitating what they wrote down in yeah. these weird voices, they're, affected voices. They're rereading their little thesis papers each week. And although they're good, but they're, they're still just reading them like, you know, I mean. Yeah, they, they're good writers. I'd rather just read. Do they post them anywhere? Like are those articles that I could read? I don't know. I, I mean, that would be the preferable way to digest their information. It would, without the, the laughing and the, the – I mean, it's it's over-laughing. It's like, oh, my God. Well, but, so the laughing is one thing, and then it's these voices that they do. Yeah. Like, they're – I don't know. What are their names? What, what's the names of the hosts? Um, Mallory and Jason. Yes, Mal. Yeah, so Mallory and Jason – I know I've heard that Mallory before. I don't know what else she does. Yeah, she does a few uh, on that Ringer, on the other Ringer yeah. shows. Yeah, she's got that whole vocal fry thing going yes. where, you know, you talk like this and, oh, God, so exhausting. They're exhausting I, to listen to. You know, I, I kind of, like, a, as a preamble for me where, you know, we've been texting this week and, and talking about, the show and talking about these podcasts, uh, the podcasts and what they're doing. And, and, and it's, I, I've been having, uh, Hayden had hockey tryouts this week. So I've been having game of Thrones discussions like every day with other adults. <laughs> and I yeah. just, I, I mean, it, it goes beyond nerd. Like I'm kind of embarrassed by it because there's been a few times where I'm right. talking game of Thrones and one person there has never seen it. Now, Fuck that person too, because then you get the—I um, don't know if you're familiar. Um, Bob Bryan from Adam Carolla, he always highlights this thing every Super Bowl Sunday, when the hipsters and the, and the douchebags that like to say, "Oh, is there a sport ball event today happening?" Like they act like they don't know what the Super Bowl is. Right, you know, sport ball. <laughs> like it's like it's so obnoxious. So like the people, I've never yeah. seen Game of Thrones, and I never will. Like you can fuck yourself too, but I right, do. And you're an idiot. Right. I. It's a great show. You're, you're missing out, but on some level, I feel stupid talking about this show because of- well, somebody somebody tweeted a great meme. It was something like, uh, and it's this little weird character writing it on the chalkboard. And I've seen this in other forms before, but it's like just because you hate every or you you know you hate the things that everyone else loves doesn't mean you're a genius. Yeah, and oh, and so I true. think that these people it is, and these people they think that they're geniuses because they. They don't watch that show. And I know people like this, and it's very annoying. Right. I mean, yeah, no one's going to shame me, that I, make me feel ashamed that I watch it. It's a great show, and it deserves and – they, and they create it, so it, 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 it lends itself to these deep dives and, and, and figuring out clues. I think that's one of the things I, I think I, I texted to you is where I'm just I – don't, I don't, I'm not in the mood to solve this show. I just want to sit back and enjoy it. I don't need to figure out, you know, that Ari is making some new weapon or, you know, uh, he's riding a dragon or, you know, I, I don't need all the clues or to figure them out or to decipher what's going to happen and with the new credits. Can I just fucking sit back and watch it? And can we all just do that? Does it have to be? Well, of course you can. But if you're going to listen to a podcast about it, that's what you're going to get. I know. I, I can't. I go back and forth. Maybe you, just, I, you I should just deci- stop listening to podcasts. I can't decide how I want to <laughs> ingest the show this season. You're I, waffling. Because I, I do I, I do enjoy the insight that everyone has about this stuff, especially the readers. Like they, 
but you know, I don't know, just the parsing of everything. Like I, you don't get any credit for me figuring something out on this show. You will get credit for me if you say that the ruler of Westeros will be Sam at plus sixteen hundred, like I did. That <laughs> I'm saying, uh, yeah. Like you can, I, I did a pool at work and I called for Gendry or Gendry. Okay. Gendry, you bet, you motherfucker. Yeah. That's a that's Gendry. the thing. Like you, just, people just predicting out into the ether. Fuck them. Be a man and gamble. Put your money where your mouth <laughs> is, and then I'll I'll respect your fucking prediction. Okay. You know, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, the gambling's fine. Uh, stand by your prediction. Yeah, there, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I'm i with you. I'm tired of um, all of the speculation going on, but clearly I'm not tired enough because I'm ingesting this, you know, eight times this week in different ways. And it's, I guess it's because, you know, this is the final season. I'm not going to get any more of this uh, come, you know, mid-May or towards the end of May. And so I'm trying to enjoy it. I'm trying to enjoy every ounce of it. And I think that there's a lot, there's a lot of good happening here with this show. Um, and, and sometimes the podcast, I'm looking for something I might've missed. Honestly, me too. that's usually what, what I'm hoping to get out of the podcast. Like, what did I not see? Yeah. Like I haven't seen the pilot. So I kind of figured it was mirroring, you know, the pilot season eight was marrying the pilot. And there was a few little nuggets there too, with, um, you know, I had forgotten that Arya and, and Gendry, you know, when they left each other, I'd forgotten those little things. And there was, yeah, there's always yeah. some nuggets that I get out of this stuff. But, well, did you, I mean. Well, let's, let's, t- let's uh, talk about just some moments. We're not going to okay. go scene by scene. I think there are just some things I would like to talk about. And, and, and then if, if there's stuff that I miss, then. Then you know you bring it up yourself, okay? Right. But I'm okay. gonna, I'm gonna. These are just some of my favorite things. All right. Um, number one, I really just love Bran Stark. I love him now. I love him in this state, <laughs> rather than you know the the uh, disabled Bran. He he wasn't as fun, but now I like this Green Seer or Three Eyed Raven Bran. Uh, he's so cold. And he just cuts through the conversation and says, there's no time for this. Uh, you know, he killed one of your dragons. He rose them from the dead. And the dead march south that are going to be here in like two days. Like, I like this guy. There's no emotion. He's just, he's fun to be around, I think. You're you're leading off with Bran. Absolutely. <sighs> I. Listen, I, 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 I you're not enjoying brand. No, I, I'm fine with what you're saying. <laughs> I agree with what you're saying. And what, would you, what do I have to start? Up, what do, I have to start up with Daenerys or Jon Snow for you. Is that what we have to do? No, I, I would I would have started with Arya hugging Jon. Oh, all right. Which probably well, sentimental. I love that moment. She's one of my favorite characters, which I got a little I'm sad to say choked up about <laughs> when it happened. Uh, um, I was I wanted her like when when they were marching into town, I was like, oh, come on, call out for him. Like I wanted her to say, hey, John, yeah. when he was up on the horse and she didn't, of course. Um, Yeah, I wanted I agree with you. I mean, it's a great moment. They haven't seen each other since the beginning of the show. That's what I mean, so I was like, that, I think that's why I'm like so hesitant to go. You know, I'm, I'm, this show will not be Carson Wentz for me. I'm not going to go overboard for it. Where I just feel like a little stupid about, a little sheepish about, why am I getting choked up when Arya sees Jon Snow? Like, what is wrong with me? 
Because you're invested in the show. You've watched it for many That's years. Right, and know. I I can't wait to do a rewatch of this, by the way. Of uh, the whole thing? Yeah. 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 I, I'll probably get on that at some point later this year. Yeah, I did the whole thing before season seven. Did you? I did. So well, you rewatched every episode. What what I did was that's when binge mode was created. They did every episode. So I started uh-huh. listening to the episodes. And I'm like, fuck it. I might as well just rewatch it while I'm doing this. And it was sure. really, really helpful. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, that's I'd like bald move for that reason, because they, they help you understand what's going on. Yeah. To, to a greater degree than just what you're going to pick out of it, especially since you didn't read the books. Um, I think the podcast really helps you. Yeah, I would I would guess. Yeah. All right. Look, there's not much I wanted to say about Bran. I just like him. All right. Number- I like his delivery. I like the looks he's given everybody. And there's some curious stuff going on. Like, number one, why did Bran and Tyrion lock eyes? I think it's after Tyrion had his little conversation with Sansa. And then she walks away. And all of a sudden, Bran's just sitting there looking up at Tyrion. Like, why? What, what does he have to look at Tyrion for? Are What's you, going on there? Are you asking or about? Or you have yeah, an I'm, idea? I'm, I'm guessing. I don't have an idea at I, all. Because... Tyrion has been, I mean, in the biggest slump in Westeros with his decisions. And, I have a thought on that. And if he really believes that Cersei is coming, or at least he's pretending to, maybe he is on some level, doesn't want to destroy the Lannisters. Yes. Doesn't want, so there was. Okay, we so didn't, you're in the same camp as me. Oh. He, he's playing possum potentially, or he's been playing both sides of the fence and only to, to, to save his family. To some degree. I think so. When he was talking about, I think, like, even he convinced Cersei when he said, I loved your children. Like, he did. You know. Of course he did. And so, that, that is his family. This is a tough, I mean, he, everything he's been doing was just to survive, mostly the past, you know, four seasons. So, but yeah, I think I think there could be something there where I'm, I'm still in love with my Cersei rule Westeros bet. Uh, yeah, I don't know case. about that. I don't know about that, but I I do agree that it really makes a lot of sense. And I I want to say binge mode those annoying uh, a holes mm. uh, came up with this what? this this concept of Tyrion really started making mistakes uh, as Daenerys was kind of setting her sights on King's Landing and what was going on with Cersei, and that's where he started making some bad calls. If you notice, it's like all of his decisions up to that point, they all were pretty sound. And since then, it's been one mistake after another. Yeah. To the point where you're like, why is Daenerys even trusting this guy? Right. Where, um, where yeah. It makes a lot of sense. It looks like he's trying not to kill as many Lannisters the least amount as possible. Yeah, and you can't do that. You know, I mean, you can't do it successfully. Uh, well, yeah, what, what, what stops... I think Benjamin did say, what stops Daenerys from going to King's Landing with the dragons and just destroying the castle and having limited casualties and then be the queen. And then, you know, then you can be a nice queen or whatever. Nice. What's stopping her is Tyrion. Exactly. That's, that's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't... Right, and it's weird that she doesn't see through it. Now, does... Does Jamie? It's funny. Now, the, the first to die or first to perish... The favorite now is Jamie plus five hundred. Ah, uh, what? Because they think that Winterfell is going to execute him. Come on, is there any? That's chance? not going to happen. No, 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 no. I, I don't think so. I think he's important 
and and someone should see that he could be a pawn to getting to Cersei. Well, well, Winterfell. Forget Winterfell. Danny has reason to kill Jaime. Well, right, because he killed her father for sure. <laughs> but so she's. I mean, she's committed crimes also in wartime. Okay, hasn't she? I know, but it's still her daddy. Well, yeah, but I don't think that John. First of all, John. They were all there, and. I guess Jamie's riding north to help them. Like, why else would he be there? No, no, I just thought it was interesting, those odds. That's all. I don't know. I never considered it. I would love for it to happen. I would love for him to die next week, and then... That feels like uh, such a waste, though. Arya takes his face, and then kills Cersei, and then there we go. Yeah, it feeds into that plot. It feels like a waste of, of what I've had to endure with this character for however many seasons this redemption tour that he's been on yeah and now i just get to watch him die like like i get what you're saying it it's shocking and people are gonna hate it and i understand that but man it does feel like a waste of where the character could just, go that's all i just don't want gray's anatomy i don't want this to be gray's anatomy i don't think it's gonna be a happy ending man good i'm I, not I, hearing I, happy i don't want a happy ending yeah and i don't know what that's gonna mean I really, I don't. And all the all the pod, all the podcasters are saying that basically this episode was fan service. Everyone gets together, they're meeting, they're Winterfell, and everything is all yeah. happy before the you know the uh, inevitable horribleness to come. So I did not get a happy sense from this episode. Though. No, no, I, I, I mean there was cool things. at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, could I? I could really care less about this romance between John and and. Danny, like I just don't even want to spend any time on it. Why? It, it's boring to me. Really? It bored. Yeah, that stuff bores me. I, I'd rather like I, I get it. It's moving the plot along. I understand it. Well, it just doesn't entertain me. It, There's so many other more interesting things going on. Oh, true. But I kind of like the idea of, you know, we could be completely faked out by this show in that, you know. Right now, we're we're wondering how will Danny take the news of John's lineage. You know, will they still? We you know we still are hoping that they get married and rule together, or you know, he's the king. And right. but if if you know that if they play that up, if we keep seeing them, you know, fucking and and you know having their baby, and then when one of them dies, it'll be so awful. I think that'll be great. So you don't think there's any chance that Daenerys is playing John, just using him? No. Okay. So you think that they're actually in love? I do. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm leaving open the possibility that because I think that, you know, one of the surprises could be Daenerys not going mad necessarily, but continuing on this path of destruction of anyone that gets in her way. And you can already see this. You can already see the seeds being planted for John to start doubting her um, as you know a just ruler, considering what she uh, did to Sam's family that he just learned. And Sansa's gonna. She hates Daenerys. You know who's he gonna remain loyal to? Do I think that they can win without Daenerys? No, he's totally right about that. But at the same time, if you look at it from Sansa's perspective, um. You know, what are they fighting for then? So they save themselves, but if if Daenerys isn't going to be a just ruler, if it's going to be this um, 
uh, I forget what you call it, Jesus. Not a monarchy, but you know what I'm talking about, where she's just going to rule with the iron fist and it's what she says goes. You know, what are you fighting for? Is that really how you want to live post the Night King? So I kind of get where she's coming from as well. Like, what what are the costs here of, you know, accepting her help? I don't know. Yeah, and and, and after all she's been through, I I don't see her necessarily just giving up being everyone's queen. Um, But I think... I think it might be a setup for us. I think we'll all be blindsided if if we're getting that happy ending. I think we'll all... I don't think it's going to be happy. No, if it feels like we're headed there and yeah. then, you know, either she turns around and kills him or, you know, he turns around and kills her or something along those right. lines. I think that'll be I think we'll be shocked about that no matter what the situation will be. If you if that makes sense. Yeah. I totally agree. That's going to be crazy if, if they fun. decide to That's go down one of those paths. Yeah, I, it'll be nuts. I want a gut punch. I want to be – when the episode ends, I just want to be sitting in shock in silence. I think you will be. I think we all will be. These are going to be really long episodes, and um, I, I think that there are definitely some some deaths that we're not expecting, or we know there are some deaths, but I don't – I don't know that people are expecting like John to kill Daenerys or Daenerys to kill John or to have something to do with it. That would be probably mind blowing for most people. Mm. Um, let's see. Euron is a snooze. I wrote that down. Yeah. I'm so just I don't care. And it's it's quite clear that Cersei is playing him. You know, she's gonna make him think that he impregnated her or whatever. Right. There's, there's nothing nothing really interesting there. No. I don't care about Yara. No. I don't. I don't care about Theon, except I I might be okay with if he's going on this final redemption uh, story here where he's going to go back and fight with his family. I'm cool with that. I think I'm all right with it. If, um, if you're a eunuch, they cut off your balls, but you keep your cock, right? Yes. And, yeah. And so Theon's cock is cut off, and I'm guessing his right. balls too. Yeah. So how do he and Varys t- take a piss? Through some sort of a hole. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Is that real? I don't know. Do we have to? Do we have to concern ourselves with that? Well, we, I mean, I was just considering it watching that Varys Tyrion scene again. I'm like, I'm yeah. like, we're obsessed with thinking about their eunuchs and whatever. I know, and I think I, who was talking about was it Bald Move or talking about like going back to these jokes with Tyrion and and the balls and how he kids Varys and it is kind of tired. Yes. They've been doing it for like so many years now. Like, all right, you know, haha. I really want some more interesting Tyrion plot, Tyrion plots. That that's what I would like. Maybe there's maybe there's people out there that have never watched the show and they and all the hype they're like, "Oh, I'll watch tonight." And so then they yeah. maybe that's their, here's another, their first eunuch joke. Yeah, here's a chuckle, you know. Um we we were talking earlier, I think uh, before the podcast, actually, I wanted to get into this a tiny bit mm-hmm. about how are people not realizing that John is a Targaryen, you know, when he rides this dragon or how's he not realizing it? How is Daenerys not realizing it? And I was going to say he did a flyby, like a Top Gun flyby uh, of Tyrion and Varys. Like he they, they watched him fly over Winterfell. They, how are those guys not thinking this guy's a Targaryen. Yeah, I don't know. 
they were so mad that they spilled their coffee all over themselves that they <laughs> yeah that would be so awesome if they were drinking like mead or something <laughs> and he buzzes the tower and it just spills all over Tyrion's you know like one more reason for him to be pissed at Jon Snow well I, I think that's my <laughs> I think that's my big problem with this episode of alright you got your brand your favorite there sitting there and everyone's coming together I, I know listen I, I get it it's TV and you have to keep us engaged but like someone should be there with a megaphone John get over here we have something big to tell you Danny here's the deal there's a dragon you're the son of Rhaegar like why are we waiting half the episode for this to happen and I know I get it for you know dramatic effect but right it shouldn't have taken the whole episode for that to be told when people see him riding a dragon I I guess I guess that helps that'll help convince everybody this next episode because you have Bran just having visions and you have you know Sam reading reading a diary I mean, I guess right. I guess that's proof, but yeah, there's somebody apparently who's just not in the show, but in the book who who was literally there with Ned Stark, I guess, when he visited his sister, you know, way back when she was boning. Uh, uh, that's ha- what's his name, Rhaegar, Howlin Reed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like he's not going to make an appearance on the show. He would be evidence because he he was there. He saw it. I don't know why they decide to leave him out of the show. It would be so easy for him to prove it to everyone. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Everything's word of mouth. Nobody's got pictures. They 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 can't they, you know they can't take a selfie. Sure. Like hey look here was uh, here, here's Rhaegar with Lyanna. See. She, she, here you are. I know there you know maybe yeah it could have been a really expensive videographer for her and she's like eh, I'd rather get I'd rather <laughs> save on flowers spend it on flowers. Right, the table settings yeah. or, or whatever, the centerpieces. Um, it adds up. Weddings add up. It does. Uh, one thing that was interesting to me, I can't. I keep thinking about it, and I can't figure out. And this is probably really dumb, but that look that the the dragon. I can't remember which one it is. Ragel, I think his name is the one that John. Right. Is it the one? No, it was hers. It was hers. Drogon. He gives him that look. Like what was. What was going on there? What was the significance of that look? Unfortunately, I read an article that said that Bran had warged into him or something. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. And I was like, oh, come on. Can I just watch this fucking show? Right. I'm not not believing that. Okay. Why? Why would you warg into that? I don't – yeah, I don't know. It wasn't weird. I was wondering – They put it on screen, so it does mean something. It does. I was wondering, do you think that – um, he he senses some sort of misgivings that John's having about Danny, like he like the dragon senses that because they sense when her enemies are near, right? Like they they can tell when something's amiss. It seems that way. Well, he didn't look angry. No, but he's already having thoughts because she's saying, "Look, if uh, if Sansa can't fall in line, then you know dot dot dot." She didn't say what's going to happen, but. That's got to have John feeling a certain way already. He's already having like slight doubts, just probably put into his head by his family. Hmm. Yeah. I was just wondering, like maybe the dragon was picking up on some of that. Maybe the dragon is just maybe it's like an Oedipus thing. Maybe. Just, you mean like jealousy? Yeah. He wants yeah, to bang. Maybe bang Danny. That's so weird. It's just impossible. This isn't Shrek, where you know a, a donkey can sleep with a dragon. 
you know, speaking of eunuchs, where is that? Where is the dragon penis? We've never seen it. Like they're they're asexual, buddy. You didn't uh, know that they are. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they're neither male male nor female, apparently. Oh. Yeah. Now, I mean, this is where we cross over into complete nerddom hey, by talking I'm a nerd. <laughs> talking about the sexuality <laughs> of a dragon. <laughs> I'm uh, officially embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, I am. I've crossed into complete tool mode right now, explaining the 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 gender association for dragons. It's embarrassing. <laughs> They're like Marcy. <laughs> um, I can't. I I love Arya. I love every scene that she's in. Um, I I love what she stands for. She's standing by Sansa, and her family. She's trying to convince John that you know he needs to do the same. Uh, and, and I, I like the exchange between her and the hound. I thought that was good. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, they yeah. don't like each other, but they do. And I am, I don't know that I'm curious necessarily about whatever this secret weapon is that she's having Gendry make for her. I don't, I don't know what that's going to be. Um, but I do, I do like, I'm wondering about Gendry and why he's here. What, what's his role going to be? Hmm. Is is he potential king? I mean, uh, not according to the odds. Actually, according to the odds, he could be. He's plus five hundred. Yep. Yeah, I'm. I'm sort of liking him. For I that. mean, th- I said i I want to. I want to like a like a bad ending. Like that would be just a disappointing ending. <laughs> like that just be. Well, it depends on how they get there. Yeah. I agree. If it was just all of a sudden, ah, it's going to be Gendry. He's uh, King Robert's son. You know, bastard son. No, it depends on how we get there. I could be down with him and Arya ruling. ruling. I like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. You know, Gendry learned the two most important things in life. (laughs) Never rat on your friends. And always keep your mouth shut. That's right. So, you know, we got to have respect for Gendry. Gendry! Gendry, you motherfucker, you. <laughs> Show me a couple of uh, steps there, Gendry. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful, Gendry, when you go when you talk to Daenerys. It may fall under questioning. Eh, his family's a bunch of rats. Oh, hold, on, hold on, Gendry is Hendry, not not Spider. <laughs> Hendry. <laughs> no, I know he's not Spider. I'm just pulling Pesci no, lines. Cut it out. God's sakes. Conf- no. Confusing us all. No, of course not. Just uh, blending it, blending the, the two mediums. And, uh, here. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, now what? Uh, I'm done. I don't have much. I'm worried. You know what? I I wrote down uh, Sir Jorah. You know, so he's he's back to being Danny's bodyguard, I guess. Okay. Uh, ever, ever since he's been cured of the grayscale, I'm wondering how much do we need to worry about him? You know, uh, he's in love with Daenerys. Right. And he's going to defend her to the end. I- I'm wondering how much of an enemy he could be to Jon Snow, to Sansa, to all of them. I'm just, uh, I wonder. Like, why is he here? Oh, I-, I mean, I just think they're back only because they all, you know, were up at the Night King battle last season. That's all. They're just that's... So let's just get everyone together. I feel like that's why he's there, including Gendry. That's the only reason. I don't really put much stock into into the, their presence. Why would you bring Gendry back? I mean, he's been back for a while now. It's not like he just showed up yesterday. He's been here. Yeah, he was a, I guess. He was a Dragonstone for a while. 
Yeah. And he's uh he's good with the uh you know the blacksmithing. He is. He's helping make the dragon glass. That does make sense. I mean, I guess he could just fill that role where he's smithing all the weapons for them. Um, I I get it. Oh, how about that uh that final scene? Did you like that with the with the little kid, the Umber boy, getting spiked on the wall? Yeah, I was I was in a horror show. My God, it's pretty nasty. I do. I liked it. I, I I texted this to you as well. Like as as annoying is as as I find all the speculation to be, I do. And on the other hand, enjoy it. Like I like the fact that this Night King stuff now. You know that was in episode one also, and then it's the shape of the Targaryens. You know sigil. I don't know what that means, but it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if I'm going to be able to read too much into uh, the Night King symbol. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I care not to speculate. I just thought it was a cool visual. Yeah. No, it's, it was. It's definitely freaky. I mean, does it, I mean, I, I guess some people think maybe the Night King is gets redeemed. Is that a possibility or something? Or he's... Yeah, I heard some rumors about where they, they think that the Night King needs to be replaced. And I guess where he's going to become human again, and somebody might need to take his place. And the speculation is that that would be Jon Snow, which would be heartbreaking. For oh wow, him, really? Yes. Yeah, that oh. was what I had heard, um, and that Jon, you know, being the one who who he usually sacrifices himself for everyone, and this would be that case where he takes the place of the Night King, and that's the the whole cycle starting over again. It'll probably go back to everything being spring. The Night King goes back way north, and that's how it's going to end up. Hmm. That That's the thought, anyway. That'd be interesting. I'm down with that. That's fucked up. Yeah. It is. It would be pretty messed up, and and that would be cool, and I would at least understand. Uh, I would at least understand, like, what, what the mission was here, because that's what we've been talking about. Um with the the night king like what's his purpose if and if this is the purpose it makes sense yeah hmm. he's going through a lot of trouble to, to <laughs> yeah to find you know a replacement that's yeah now, now that yeah because they, they do have to give us a reason for you know his motivation don't they? i hope so i hope so i don't know why he's got to put a spike to a kid and hang him on the wall <laughs> you know yeah. just give Give Jon Snow can't send him a raven. Say, hey, buddy, wait, I need to talk to you. You got to send a message. Yeah, I guess so. He sent quite a few messages. <laughs> they they opened the series that way, I think, with him leaving like a spiral of body parts what in I, the woods. Like, why? Why did they start coming down then? That's why I don't get. Why did it take? It's been a really long journey. That's yeah. I know it. It doesn't make sense when you. Just don't think about it too I, hard. I Listen, I, I'm going to move on here. I got a question for you. Okay. Do you want to bet on the name of the royal baby? So you think there's going to be one? I oh, know. I'm talking about real life. This is. I have odds on this. Um. It's, a, oh. it's underneath Game of Thrones. It's the name of Prince Harry and M. Markle's first child. Oh. Uh. There are a lot of right, names. Well, <laughs> okay. So I want to say it's going to be George. George. Is it a boy or a girl? Do we know? No, you can bet on that too. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah, God, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say it's a boy. His name is George. Okay. 
But you really, yeah. If you wanted, to, if you can bet on being a boy. That's just the minus one twenty standard. Um, okay. You can bet over under seven and a half pounds. George, where is George? There's like, there's like fifty names here. The uh, the favorites are Elizabeth, Diana, Victoria, Albert, Alice, Grace, Philip. Okay. Let's see George. Yeah. Phil- Philip's a good one. <laughs> I can't believe there's odds. Fine. There's odds on this. This is insane. That's a, it's a shame. I, what's even sadder is that you've been paying attention to them. No, I haven't. I was just it's it's immediately below the Game of Thrones odds. Like I <laughs> I went from the first dragon to perish, Rhaegal, undead version, and Drogon to royal baby, and I'm like royal baby. And I was like I was thinking what you were thinking, John and Danny's royal baby. <laughs> that yeah, that's honestly that's what I was thinking. Is this uh, is it Cersei's kid? Is it Danny's kid that we don't know yet, know about yet? There is no we... line between these bets, uh, these odds. Uh, I guess not. <laughs> it's so bizarre. <laughs> I just don't care. No. Yeah, talk about something I don't. I mean, hey, I'm I'm happy they're having a kid. I don't wish ill on them. I'm I'm just saying I don't care. Oh no, me neither. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but you know, there are millions of people who will be. Just very concerned with this. I would gamble on just it. Just like it's always fun. I guess that's one way to inject some enjoyment into it. Did you watch the uh, the wedding or or any of the events surrounding it? Um, I watched Will Ferrell and Molly Shannon like uh, pieces of what they did. Oh, okay, that was funny. Yeah, I I think I remember that morning. It was like a Saturday morning. I guess, and I remember waking up, and the girls definitely had it on, and I was I was watching, I was paying attention for a little while. It's interesting to me, like that with the country. I think to me, it's interesting, like how that country is just so into it, and you know they're touring, driving around the streets, or they're riding around in a horse and buggy, or whatever it is that they were doing. That's, I think it's ridiculous, but it's interesting to me that the whole country gets behind it. Yeah, it's all so dumb. Everyone shuts down. It is. It is. But that's their culture, man. These inbreds. Right. <laughs> inbreds. Uh, I like those kids. All right. We knocked it out of the park on this one. Absolutely. Another stellar yeah. episode. Another stellar episode. Probably a little bit of background noise that I just absolutely <laughs> won't be able to eliminate all of it. So I'm going to throw the apology out there now. I gave you uh, um, my usual three or four winners. You did. Um Get your Eagles bets in. Yeah, we're, we're ready to go. <laughs> Get your Eagles bets in. Way early. <laughs> but th- that's the kind of content you get on this show. Absolutely. Thanks to everyone for hanging in there. Uh, Jeff, uh, it's been fun, as always, and I will leave the final word to you, buddy. Johnny Cakes, can you do me a favor? Can you put a smile on your face? It's a god of the state of mind Two guys from Jersey with attitude all the time Football kids and movies about crime It's a god of the state of mind